What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and here at Surfing the Stream, every week we review movies from your favorite franchises, genres, and new releases. And like I said, we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. And sometimes we have to go through terrible movies to find out what is the greatest movie. Now, today... We are reviewing the newly released movie on Netflix, Army of the Dead. And boy, am I so glad to be talking about this movie because it's a good one, guys. Or in my opinion, it's a good one. If you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us financially each and every month, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. We have a $5, $10, and a $20 tier. You can support us at any of those tiers, and you get a slew of extra content. Uh, this is the Army of the Dead review. I'm doing a non-spoiler review at the front part of this review, and then the back half is going to be a spoilers uh, part of the review. But if you support us on Patreon, you get access to a Patreon-exclusive episode. I decided to do a little something different with this uh, with this review. As I was watching Army of the Dead, I was commenting... Through, I was recording a commentary on the movie as I was watching it. So I'd watch a couple of scenes for a few minutes, and then I'd give my few thoughts, go back to the movie, and then go back and record some thoughts. So as I'm watching it, I'm giving my detailed thoughts about the movie. It, I think it ended up being a 30-minute commentary. Now, I didn't watch the entire movie and comment as I'm watching it, so it's not like a two-and-a-half-hour episode it's like a 30 minute episode of just a collection of my thoughts as I'm watching it you know raw feedback as they say but go to patreon.com slash two game and support us at any of those tiers and you get access to that episode and then you get access to a whole slew of other content as well we usually have about three to four hours of content each and every week I would say probably about an hour hour and a half of that is exclusive to patreon so Go over there, check it out if you want to consider supporting us. Otherwise, thank you for clicking on this review and hearing my thoughts on this newly released movie. And then before I jump into the review, shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. We would not be able to do this without y'all, so thank you so much. Let's jump into Army of the Dead. We'll jump into the plot, the fun facts, as per the normal, and then I'll give you my non-spoiler impressions of the movie. And then I, I may give out some spoiler discussions. But I, I will let you know ahead of time if I will be talking spoilers. So following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble. Venturing into the quarantine zone to pull off the greatest heist ever attempted. This movie was directed by Zack Snyder. We've reviewed uh, a few movies on here. On the channel from Zack Snyder. He has directed Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, 300, Dawn of the Dead, Sucker Punch, and Watchmen. I would say, I would venture to say, I've, I don't think I've ever seen Sucker Punch, but I've seen all of his other movies, and I, I really enjoy them. I'm, I'm not, they're not going to be amazing movies. They're not, you know, out-of-this-world movies that we're going to win Oscars and whatnot. But I think they're very, very enjoyable movies. Except Man of Steel, which is one of the best superhero movies of all time. Don't at me. This movie had a budget of, I saw $70 million. 
but then I saw it may have had $90 million, because at one point it was with Warner Brothers, and then Netflix picked it up, so not entirely sure what the budget is on that. Uh, but we don't know gross because this is a Netflix-exclusive movie. Uh, I mean, it went out into theaters, but they haven't released any of those numbers just yet, because legit, this movie just released today. It has a runtime of 2 hours and 28 minutes. It stars Dave Bautista, Ella Purnell, Ana de la Laguera, and it was released on May 21st, 2021. Fun facts time. Chris de Elia, de Elia I, I don't know who that is. I looked him up. I didn't notice any movies that he was in. He filmed his role along with the cast. He was the, the pilot. In the summer of 2020, stories broke about him pursuing underage girls for sex and sexually harassing women. Snyder then hired Tig Nataro to replace him. Nataro was filmed alone and then inserted into the film for all the scenes that he was in originally uh, via green screen and special effects. So I had no idea about that until I read that fun fact. So, I mean, it doesn't even look like it in the movie. Like, I had no idea that she was green screened into that portion of the movie. So, I thought they did a great job of of doing that. And one of the best parts of the movie, by the way. A live tiger carefully decorated in makeup was used for some shots of the zombie tiger with a trainer present at all times. As for the CGI model, the reference was one of Carol Baskin's tigers from the hit series, The Tiger King, on Netflix. Zack Snyder's first non-superhero film, an original non-IP effort since Sucker Punch in 2011. And the last fun fact, at 148 minutes, this is the second longest zombie film since Dawn of the Dead in 1978, which clocks in at 156 minutes. This is also the third longest mainstream horror release behind It Chapter 2, which stood at 169 minutes, and Doctor Sleep, which is the longest, at 180 minutes. So let's jump into my general impressions of the movie. I just finished this movie within the last 45 minutes. And like I said, I did a commentary on it. You can go to patreon.com slash two game and you can get that commentary that's exclusive to Patreon. And you will hear my in-depth discussion throughout the entire movie. But let's start off. I I really, really enjoyed this movie. I I don't know what I expected going into it. I expected... So I expected this movie to be kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy-esque. With the trailers, it was really bright, and it seemed like they were leaning into the fun aspect of a zombie genre, and I was completely for it. I'm like, hell yeah. So that's kind of what I was expecting. Now, it's a Zack Snyder film, so you kind of have to go in knowing what you're going to get. You're going to get spectacle, maybe not so much character development. But you're going in for the spectacle. You're going in. He's going to give you some great cinematic shots, some fantastic cinematic shots. He's going to give you some ideas that are like amazing, but then he's going to give you some ideas, some things on screen that you just look at and go, "Why would you do that? Why? why what made you decide that was a good decision?" Kind of like spoilers for Man of Steel. He kills Zod at the end of that. Superman kills Zod at the end of that movie. So that's kind of like one of those things where I don't know is that was that really necessary? But you know, in the beginning of the movie, he's kicking ass, and it's really like 
it's kind of the Superman action that you would want. You know, it's almost like an animated movie, basically. Great thing, but then he also does a really bad thing. So it's, it's usually every movie he's like that. Now, I overall, I really like this movie. I think the character development is, I wouldn't say severely lacking. They give you little tidbits of all the characters. There's a bunch of characters. I was not expecting so many, to be honest with you. And with all the characters, yeah, they can't develop all those completely. Some of them develop enough, but, I mean, did I care about the characters? I was invested in, in the characters. I went so far as saying that I cared for them. When one would die or one would do something else, I wasn't like, oh, shit, I wish they hadn't done that, or, oh, man, I wish he hadn't died, or whatever. I wouldn't say I cared for them, but I was invested in the story. I did care where they were going with the story the entire time. This movie is two and a half hours long, basically. It's two hours and 28 minutes long. I think it is a little bit long of a movie. I think it might be 10, 15 minutes too long. I mean, granted, it's a Zack Snyder movie, so you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a long movie with some bloat in it, and that's basically what this is. But with that being said, the pacing is really great in this movie. I did not look down at my watch every five seconds to to see how much longer I had with this movie. Now, granted, I had to look at the movie and see what time it was because I was recording commentary along with it, and I was pausing it a lot. But I thought the pacing was pretty good. So basically, no spoilers, the first 10 minutes is... The, the first, I think it's 8 minutes, is like the beginning of the movie. And then it jumps into a montage with the credit, with the opening title sequence. And it's like this Guardians of the Galaxy-esque title opening. And it's fantastic. And that's kind of what you think the movie's going to be about. And it's kind of disappointing that they didn't lean into that more throughout the course of the movie. You get this Guardians of the Galaxy-style opening, and then they they just jump into this very serious action flick. Yeah, there's some levity within the context of the scenes and whatnot. But for the most part, it's a serious action flick. But that's not what you got at the very beginning. You think it's going to be more Guardians of the Galaxy-esque. If I had to combine a couple of movies for this, I would say it has a little bit of aliens in it. It has this, obviously, Dawn of the Dead-style aspect to it. It really has this 30 Days of Night vibe to it, especially with the zombies in general. They're like Just picture 30 Days of Night, those vampires... Picture them in this movie, except they're zombies. And that's basically what you're getting here. They act the same. They I'm not going to say they look the same. Uh, the zombies themselves, the the main king looks like an orc from Lord of the Rings. So there's a bunch of different genres mashed into this at once. So the whole movie is basically about a group of mercenaries. They get hired to go steal $200 million out of this casino in Las Vegas. Las Vegas is quarantined. There was a zombie outbreak inside Las Vegas, but they've quarantined it, so the zombies are contained to Las Vegas. Now, on the surface, a zombie heist film sounds like the greatest thing ever ever thought of. Like, of course I want to try that. That, that sounds amazing. The issue with that, that aspect of the movie, that aspect of the movie is fantastic. I just don't think they capitalize on that as much. I think 
the heist part of the movie is it's almost like a a background plot. It's not a B plot. I mean, it's there. That's what they're going toward. That's the main plot of the movie. But I feel like everything going else, everything else going on around them is really the main concern, and the heist is just it's a forethought basically. Uh, I would have loved them. I would have loved if they would have leaned into the heist zombie action more so than they did, especially throwing some more Guardians of the Galaxy style humor and action into that. I think that would have been a more amazing movie. But that's not to say I didn't enjoy what I got. I just think they really dive deep into exploring the mythos and the lore of this world more so than anything. Like, they have the alpha zombies. They have the, uh, the I call him the zombie king. I don't know if that's his name, but I call him the zombie king. Uh, coolest thing ever, by the way. Uh, his design-wise, like, towards the movie. It's, like, the dumbest thing, but it's also, like, the most awesome thing. It's kind of really hard to explain. Uh, I'll save that for my spoiler discussion here in a few minutes. Uh, but they got the alphas, and then they got the guys, the zombie, the, you know, the, the aimless zombies below them. And that's basically what the movie is. I just, you know, they, they build that lore so much, but then they also don't build it enough, if that makes any sense. Like, they leave parts of this movie open to where they can explore it in a different, in a, in a sequel, basically. And it does set up a sequel at the end of this movie. Uh, but for the most part, I, I really did enjoy this movie, though. I think the action is great. The first 45 minutes to the movie is actually, it's slow, but not in a bad way. It's slow in a trying to develop these characters, trying to bring them all together in this Avengers-style uh, mashup with a zombie flick, basically. So there's a lot of different genres being pushed into this pile, basically. So the first 45 minutes, kind of slow, but not a bad thing. And then I would say the last 40 minutes is all basically just action. And when it ramps up, there's a moment. And I recorded it on my commentary. I was like, holy crap. Things just got legit. And that's when it's balls to the wall, crazy action from there on out. And I would I was expecting more action towards the beginning, but... Again, I'm not complaining too much because we needed that character development at the very beginning because at the very end, there's, I mean, there's no character development at, at all. It's just action. So I'm, I'm okay with the beginning being a little bit slow for those character development, but they didn't do a an amazing job with it. I They did just enough, in my opinion, and in most cases, they didn't develop any of the characters completely. And in fact, I would say a bunch of them are just like one-note characters that you don't really you don't really give a crap about. But Dave Bautista's character, you know, you care about him, you you're kind of invested in his character. I just wish they would have done a better job of developing him. You know, Dave Bautista is a underrated actor, in my opinion, and he did a lot with a little in this movie, in my opinion. I, I wouldn't say go so far as to say that he was this amazing actor in this movie, but I thought he did a really good job with what he was given. And he wasn't given a lot. And there are some plot holes in this movie as far as, well, when did that, like, why, you, they didn't explain any of that at the very beginning, so why are we just now bringing this up in this movie? It just, it makes no sense. Like, 
is that his daughter or is that not his daughter? Is Was he married to the mother or were they not? Are they together? Are they not together? It It's a bunch of questions like that that never truly get answered over the course of this entire movie. But it's on Netflix. I recommend go watch it. I, I think it's absolutely worth the watch. It's gory. It's rated R. So don't watch this with your kids. From here on out, I will be talking spoilers. So you are warned if you want to go back and watch the movie and come back here. By all means, do that. If not, spoilers from here on out. So let's talk about some spoilers. The Zombie King. The Zombie King is the main thing that I really want to talk about. I think he's the biggest part of this movie. Uh, Dope-looking, like, design, I have to say. Even though he does look like an orc. You know, he's got the the faceplate on to prevent people from shooting him in the head. Which, I think, looking at normal zombie movies, the, the history of zombie movies, they're all, like, dumb. They just walk around aimlessly. You know, you have World War Z where they they ran and that was creepy as shit because you never want a zombie to run at you full force, right? Well, they do that in this movie. They run. They're smart. The alphas are super, super smart. They can communicate with each other. Uh, apparently, they can have babies with each other. I, I don't know. Uh, apparently, the zombie king uh, was having a baby with the zombie queen. And apparently, they can just chopping their heads off, you know, they're still alive. Which makes sense because you didn't destroy the brain. But I thought the design of him was was cool. I think they they went with the lore enough, but not but not enough. I don't know if that really makes sense because it doesn't really make sense in my head. Like they don't explain how the zombies came to this world. Like the very beginning of the movie, obviously the the container containing the zombie got destroyed, he got out, and then he killed everybody, and then went to Las Vegas, and then it just fell apart from there. Yeah, I get that. But what happened, what was the military doing? Was it, Were they trying to learn how to do like a, a virus to destabilize a, a population? Or what were they trying to do that got him created in the first place? And then why is he so smart? Like, what were they doing? They don't explain that too much. And then he creates his own, his own alpha squad, basically where they're all smart and they can communicate with each other. And then like I don't know, like they dive a little bit too deep into trying to change things up with the zombie lore. The zombie king sheds a tear or two for his zombie queen uh being chopped and getting her head chopped off. I thought that may have been a little too far. I thought it was kind of dumb. You know, my thing is zombies they're supposed to be aggressive. They're supposed to be one focus, and that is to kill, kill, kill. Well, then you got this guy who's crying. You got this zombie that's crying over another zombie dying, basically. I just, I didn't really care for that too much. It didn't really, it's just not something that I feel like should be in a zombie movie. Just me personally. But I will give Zack Snyder credit. He likes to change things up with the zombie genre in general. And that's what I really enjoyed. I mean, he has zombie tigers in there. There's a zombie horse. The zombie king is wearing a cape, and he's riding a zombie horse with a zombie tiger riding next to him. I mean, it is some ridiculous stuff out there. But in in a way, it makes sense, and it seems awesome at the same time as it does stupid. I don't know if that makes sense again. But it seems like I'm trashing this movie right now. Like, I'm 
I'm bashing the the lengthy runtime. I'm bashing the fact that a zombie is crying. I'm bashing the character development. All in all, this movie is entertaining as hell. I enjoyed the pace. I thought the pace was was pretty good. Like I said, I didn't look at my watch every five seconds trying to figure out how much time I had left in the movie. As far as the characters go, Dave Bautista... So, he mentions... Obviously, it's his daughter that comes with him. And she says that's her mother that he killed. But they never specifically say my wife or anything like that. So, I'm not entirely sure. And then he just abandons her? Like, I don't really get that. They didn't dive into that enough. Like, I felt like that should have been this big, like, B-plot of the movie. Should have been the heart of the movie. Was them reconciling and getting to know each other. I mean, they kind of teased that at the very beginning. But they don't capitalize on it at all. So, I wish they would have explored that a little bit more. And, I mean, we can't explore it now because he's he's dead. So, and then that brings me to the, the ending. The last 40, 45 minutes, the zombies come out of the elevator twist old girl's head around after she just confessed her love for him, basically, which makes no sense in the context of the movie because they don't explore that thread at all up to that moment. So it's kind of like this random throwaway scene that didn't make any sense. Like, oh, you love him, okay, but y'all didn't mention anything before that about y'all being in some sort of relationship. They just don't explore that side of the characters at all. Like, what's their relationships with each other? They never explore. So, the zombies come out, kill old girl, and then it's balls-to-the-wall action from there on out. And it's great action. I just wish it was more Guardians of the Galaxy, like, ridiculously stupid action. Uh, I felt that had been great. The gore, the gore is amazing. Uh, Carmen, who's one of our Patreon supporters, uh, she's absolutely going to love the gore in this movie. I mean, when she drops, when he, that girl drops the, the queen's head off the building and it splatters, just fantastic, fantastic uh, effects on that, I have to say. Now, I heard a lot of complaints about the ending, how people thought the ending was terrible and the last 40 minutes was just just big old mess. I have to disagree. I, li- I like the ending. I, I enjoyed it. It's a zombie movie, guys. Not every person is supposed to live at the end of the movie. Alright? This is a zombie movie. People are supposed to die. And I, I feel like that's a credit to some of the storytelling. If you're pissed off that all the characters died, that means you somewhat cared for the characters, right? Or at least that's what I think in my head. So I feel like they did a good job in that sense. I... I wasn't expecting Dave Bautista's character to die. I thought he was going to come back for the sequel. Uh, so they kind of got me on that. But they left the girl, she, the, the daughter, she's alive. And then, I don't remember the, the friend for Dave Bautista. But basically, he's going to be the next, I, I guess, alpha for the for the world. Now he's on a plane, he's, he's bitten, he's infected, and whatnot. So he's definitely going to be in the sequel. It's I mean, it, it's there. But... I just I didn't have a problem with the ending. I really didn't. I thought it was it was fine. It didn't it wasn't the worst part of the movie to me. And I I enjoyed the movie all the way around. I I have my issues with the movie, obviously, but that's just Zack Snyder and his filmmaking in general. Uh but other than that, I really enjoyed it. It's entertaining. It's on Netflix. I give it three and a half stars. 
I think it's worth watching. It, again, highly, highly entertaining. Some of the characters are, are fantastic. Some of them are not. Uh, they have some great, great visual shots in this movie. Some of the action scenes are fantastic. Like, some of the action choreography is just amazing. And they throw in a little bit of tension as well. I wish they would have dove into the horror aspect of the zombie genre a little bit more. Uh, in fact, a lot more, actually. They did it with the kitchen scene. But then they kind of just... It just turned into an action film after that. And that's... I mean, that that's a real big complaint on my part about it. I wish they would have dove into the horror aspect of it. And I, honestly, I wish I had a horror style zombie movie like we don't really get that any nowadays it's more it's more just action and that's not what i want out of a zombie movie nowadays i want some horror aspect of it so three and a half stars i think it's definitely worth a watch this is this is rewatchable in my opinion this is a movie that i could rewatch, you know in october for horror and review or next year you know after a few months watch it again this is an instantly rewatchable movie in my opinion and uh, I highly recommend going to check it out. But y'all let me know what you think about this movie. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Is it up your alley? Did you like the gore? Did you not? Let me know. Podcast at gmail.com. You can email me your thoughts there. Or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and give me your thoughts on there. And uh, yeah, we will catch y'all next time on another episode. I appreciate y'all joining me.